Hi, I'm Tom Field. I'm Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm at RSA Conference 2016. My pleasure to be speaking with Rashmi Knowles. She's the Chief Security Architect in EMEA for RSA. Rashmi, thanks so much for joining me. You're welcome. To start with, tell me a little bit about your role in EMEA, please. So I have, um, I wear a number of different hats in EMEA. I uh, mainly work with customers in the EMEA region very much at a strategy level, so looking at security and advising them um, in terms of um, security at the sea level, so really looking at where does technical security fit into business security and how do you marry IT security with business risk and I think a lot of organisations kind of struggle to make that connection, the glue between the two. So I spend a lot of my time doing that, and then I'm also um, the main spokesperson for our region, so um, I tend to speak at a lot of conferences, a lot of events, industry events or RSA events. EMEA is a big place. I've got to think you see a disparity of maturity between countries, between Mm -hmm. industries even. Is that so? Um, I think so. So um, there are countries that are mature um, and are certainly getting that way. So if you look at, um, I guess, France, UK um, and Germany, then they are probably the most mature. There's also maturity in terms of vertical sectors. And um, if you look at something like financial services, because there are so many um, in the Middle East, um, in, uh, in Germany, in the UK, um, because financial services is core um, and business risk is core to them, that's kind of what they've grown up with they actually really understand um, how um, IT security can affect their business. So I think they tend to be ahead of the curve anyway, and of course they have the funds to do it. They have, sure. They're able to invest in some of those technologies and some of those resources that they need to do that. Rashmi, you said something interesting before we sat down to talk, and it was that there's a realization among organizations that they have to make a change mm-hmm. in cybersecurity but they aren't getting up and making that change. Tell me a little bit about that, please. So uh, I was referring to um, some research that we've just done recently, and um, we've been talking about, and actually the industry's been talking about for a long time, about uh, moving away from prevention. Um, And we're not saying don't need to do prevention, but do less prevention. And if you look at an advanced attack, then a, a company should only have two goals, the way I see it. The first goal should be that if you get compromised, you need to find it quickly. And to be able to find it quickly, you need good good monitoring capability so that you, as soon as you detect an intrusion, you know, you can do something about it. And the second goal should be that when you detect that intrusion, you have an incident response plan that's effective. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of companies don't spend enough and focus enough on the response plan. So, you know, if we have a a fire drill, for example, you know, we have a fire drill 11 a.m. on a Monday morning in our office. When you hear a fire drill, you know what to do. We don't do that with incident response plans. And I think when you go back to prevention, companies spend something like um, 80% of their budget today um, on prevention. Yet we know that um, signature-based technology is no good anymore. There aren't any signatures anymore. You know, we see malware that's compiled maybe two, three hours before it's used. So um, we really need to spend um, more of our budget. And this isn't more budget, right? It's basically looking at what you're spending currently and allocating that budget differently. So looking at spending more 
on uh, monitoring so you can uh, find that intrusion when it happens and then also spend more on response so that when you do find that intrusion you actually know what to do about it and if you're doing those two things then you actually minimize the damage to, to an organization because you actually shrink that window down between the attackers being in your organization and, and you finding them and doing something about it. So glad you mentioned this research. What are the key takeaways for, for people that read this? What are you asking them to do? For the research, I think, think about, um, so uh, interestingly, Gartner also published um, a paper in January, and it's called, I think, Shift in Cybersecurity or something like that. And what they, the numbers that they came up with was that today, in, 2000, or in 2015, only 20% of organizations uh, were actually spend, were going away from prevention uh, and spending more on detection and response. But by the year 2020, they see that number to be 60%. So um, I think the, our research showed that companies are still not moving away from that mentality and don't plan to. So the re our research showed that even in the next 12 months, they're still going to continue to invest in prevention. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is what I was talking about earlier, that you know what you need to do, but you're still carrying on doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. It's like eating unhealthy food, I suppose, when we all know it's bad for us. Um, so I think the whole um, prevention thing um, is still going on. Um, we're also not um, collecting the right data now, too much data isn't necessarily a good thing because unless you know what to do with that data, um, it's no good to you. So I think we're not collecting the right amount of data because we're not spending enough on monitoring. And we're not, um, for the data that we are collecting, we're actually not applying any um, analytics to it to actually understand the true value of that data so that it actually gives us some actionable intelligence to say, you know, if we have these um, thousand incidents, then these are the 10 that are really um, applicable to us and that those are the ones that we really need to investigate. So what are the things that you're going to be looking at over the next year and beyond to see if we are moving from prevention to detection and response? I think our, um, the proof, I guess, in the pudding will be um, a lot about how our customers react to that and see if that message is changing. Um, I was talking to somebody earlier today, um, a journalist, and he said, um, I first heard about this about eight years ago, and you guys are still talking about it. Um, and that's interesting. We are still talking about it because it goes back to the same thing. We know we need to do it, but we're actually not doing it. But I think we're beginning to see some, some of that movement now. So hopefully, um, in you know, even maybe two or three years' time, we'll actually start um, seeing the effectiveness of that, that as organizations move from all of those things and spend more on monitoring and, and uh, response, um, that maybe the types, I think we'll still get have breaches. I'm not saying we're obviously not going to have breaches, but I think the, the type, the size, and the damage that the breaches do will be limited. So, you know, you'll still continue to have breaches, but, you know, at least you won't be um, sitting there with a full sense of security thinking, well, you know, we've got uh, all this perimeter stuff, or even worse, compliance, you know, because you can sit there and say, well, uh, that's okay, I've done PCI compliance, or that I've done ISO 27000, I've done NIST, so actually I'm okay. But, you know, each of those compliances are typically done in a silo, and silos mean there's gaps in between and every gap is vulnerability. And I think that message um, still doesn't get through to a lot of organizations. Very good. Rashmi, I appreciate your time and your insight. Okay, thank you very much. I've been speaking with Rashmi Knowles from RSA. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much. Thank you.